Welcome to the Agility in Real Life podcast, Take 5 in Real Life. Now your hosts, my Studeman and Jeff Lee. Hello and welcome back to the Agility IRL podcast, Take 5 IRL. I am Jeff Lee, a partner at Agility IRL and one of your hosts. And I'm Mike Studeman, the other partner at Agility IRL and the other host of our Take 5 IRL podcast uh, Jeff, uh, hope you're having a good day. Uh, what's on your mind uh, for this episode? Well, kind of going with the uh, the take five, right? The quick little shot ep- episodes that we do uh, in agile teams often do something similar called a spike. Uh, this idea of hey, we're gonna we need to figure something out. Let's do a spike for it, which you know was basically a, a, a you know a, a story, a product backlog item that. We we do some work, but it doesn't result in our ultimate product being added to, our increment being added to, but it helps us along the process. We we learn something along the way. So um been working with a client a little bit that that's really turned into more of a design phase <laughs> sprint before the implementation sprints. And I'm wondering, Mike, if you had ideas on how to deal with something like that. Is that the right use for a spike? Yeah, yeah. So the short answer is no. Thanks for listening to this episode. No, we'll uh, we'll go into a little bit more uh, detail here. So uh, a couple of things about spikes. First of all, spikes, not an official part of Scrum. They come from extreme programming. A spike is defined as a time box experiment to reduce technical or design risk associated with a product backlog item. Spikes, by definition, are throwaway work. You don't build on a spike. Uh, it's a, a simple program to try to prove out an unknown uh, technology. Now, Jeff, the uh, phenomenon that you're experiencing at your client is a common one. Uh, a lot of teams, particularly those teams that are transitioning from waterfall to uh, a more agile way of working like Scrum, uh, tend to use spikes as kind of a crutch to deal with the uncertainty associated with building a new product. So you're saying they're doing it right. They're reducing risk. They're figuring out some uncertainty so they can just, you know, get stuff done next sprint. Yeah. So a, a couple issues there. One, uh, and thank you for the the softball there. Um, one, we have to remember every sprint under Scrum, the goal is to produce an increment. Uh, you know, whether you call that a potentially releasable product increment, a potentially uh, uh, usable product increment, you know, we can debate that over an adult beverage sometime. Uh, uh I think in my experience, most organizations misuse spikes. They they use spikes to try to get rid of the uncertainty associated with building any product backlog item. Mm-hmm. A lot of what, and I'm not, I'm not sure that this is what's going on at the client, but a lot of teams use spikes as a, a way to um, deal with that uncertainty when in fact what they're really what they really should be doing is just calling it uh, you know, some investment in product backlog refinement and acknowledging that you're never going to have absolute certainty. Uh, Now, is there a role for spikes? Absolutely. I mean, I'll give you an example. I had a team that I was coaching a while back, and they were going to use some open source, or they wanted to use some open source code uh, to fulfill a particular feature. They had no idea whether that open source code would even work in their environment. They had no idea how it it actually worked. Uh, So they invested in a spike 
a very small time box experiment to see whether that code would even work uh, in their environment mm -hmm. uh, determine whether they were going down the right uh, path. So I think that that's a, uh, an acceptable use of a spike. Uh, but in, in, uh, in my experience, most teams misuse them as our client is here in this case, I think. Yeah. I think the, like you, you mentioned earlier, the uncertainty with product backlog items. And I think more mature Scrum teams that I see, Agile teams, you know, whether you could be using other Agile methods as well, but they're willing to roll with that uncertainty and learn some things during the sprint. You know, having uh, the, the basic understanding of, yeah, we think we can get this done in a sprint. Sometimes you won't, right? Sometimes that risk is going to bite you, but just go after it, get things done. You know, the best way to start is to start. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I mean, the only way to get rid of that uncertainty is to try to do it. And and as you uh, said, sometimes you're not going to be successful, but then you learn uh, and you hopefully apply that uh, those lessons to your next uh, iteration, your next sprint. All right. So well, I think, you know, one other um, uh, example, you know, I've seen teams dramatically overuse spikes. I had a team once first day coaching them. I said, can I see your product backlog? And they probably had a thousand items in their product backlog and 950 of them were spikes. And, and I'm like, <laughs> are you landing on the moon? Uh, and uh, it wasn't that, but what they had done very similar to your example is they had a spike for gathering the requirements. They had a spike for doing the design. They had a spike for doing the development. Well, I got to give my, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> I got to give my clients some credit here. They're, they're, they're not like that example. I, I think you just found the extreme, um, well, I, I was going to say something related to extreme programming, but it's definitely not that. It's the extreme, <laughs> not extreme programming. No. Yeah, and it, it, uh, the reason the, the example popped in my head there is because the, that team was uh, had a fear, and I use that term intentionally, a fear of the uncertainty associated inherently with product development. And they were trying to get rid of that fear by spiking everything. Mm -hmm. Well, with that, Mike, I think it's time we, uh, we spike the ball on this episode. Um, call this one... Done a wrap and I, I took my inner student right there with the, the, the pun to wrap this up. So thanks for joining us uh, for this episode. Thanks everyone. The product vision for Take 5 in Real Life is to provide members of the Agile community with an idea that they can incorporate into their daily lives to make them more effective. We thank you for listening and we'll see you next time.